So what was the last episode of Codename Chicken like? Because it's been a year, almost. It's been 11 months since we recorded it and we were drunk at the time. And you're the only one that's listened to it since. God damn. Um, it was, <laughs> it started off okay. I feel like we might have been like on, on a tipping point of drunk. And then we had like a couple <laughs> more beers inside the flat that just tipped it over the edge. Um and we spent like half the episode talking about what we did and the other half talking about how to rape maids. Like <laughs> <laughs> Did it did it go there? <laughs> no, rate. Oh rate. Okay. <laughs> we said like completely different. No. We we don't do that on this show. Jane. Carl. Ah, oh, it feels good, man. It's been a year. It has. It's it's almost been a year. It's been like uh, 11 months and a week. Let's just say a year then, yeah. It's It's been the best part. Yeah, it's been a year. It's been a year. Yeah. I don't think, uh, so, I don't think we've actually oh, spoken on. for a year. I just, just thought. No, I don't think we have. I don't think we've spoken since I, since we left Japan. Like, I don't think we've spoken voice to voice. Like, we've spoken yeah. a lot on Messenger daily. Yeah, that, absolutely. I can't go yeah. without talking to you every day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we took like a weird, like a, a year's hiatus for... Sabbatical to find so, ourselves. Yeah, I took a gap year and uh, sort of really centred myself. Um, gap year in Burma. It was great. Uh, yeah, so for- I don't know exactly what happened. We just didn't get round to recording another podcast. Yeah. Uh, so where are we at now? We're at week 17, which we were just discussing, but I think is kind of a kind of a piss take considering there's been a year in between. But we'll go with it. Week 17. Um, and we're going to finally do the fabled, the promised Japan part two. Yeah, I feel like we have to do a part two because we renamed the last episode Japan Part One. Yeah. And we got very, very drunk on like the first night in Japan, recorded an yeah. episode, put it out there. And then we've been like off the radar ever since. I uh, can we can we make the official title for this one part B? <laughs> Side B, yeah, whatever. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um so yeah, I've actually I've listened to the to to Japan Part One, and I regret almost every second of it. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was just saying, like it, it feels like we were we were quite drunk, and then having extra beers in the flat while you're recording just made it worse. And we talked a lot about maids, um, <laughs> how to sort of rate them in you know some sort of tiered order of quality about their ramen recommendations and like what their <laughs> pictures look like and stuff oh god it's all coming back to me now yeah but i drank some brew dog elvish juice that was nice i haven't had that since either yeah that's right i've got a little story about elvish juice but it'll come back to that chicken favorite yes it's my beer of choice <laughs> yeah so um if i remember rightly we landed in Japan at like 11 a.m. 9, 9.30, I think. Oh, 9.30. Oh, yeah. yeah like really early at 9.30. By the time we got to Tokyo, it was like 11.30-ish. Yeah. 
Yeah. From what I remember, by the time you get through the airport, get a train and try and navigate through things. Went straight for ramen. Didn't even drop our bags off. Straight to for ramen. I didn't have any bags. <laughs> <laughs> My bags were in, in Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, you, you, your bag got left behind. <laughs> That's another yeah. funny story. Um, yeah, so... I get my bag. You had nothing. You had your backpack, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, went straight for ramen. And then got to our apartment, dumped our stuff, and then just went out. Second and ramen. More went ramen. Went for more ramen. It went for a second ramen. That was right. Like two ramens yeah. in the space of like the day. Mm. And then we went to Akihabara, which is pretty much geek central of Tokyo. Yeah. And then went to a maid cafe got a little bit drunk <laughs> went to went, another one <laughs> went, went to a pirate made cafe got very drunk and watched the goonies now i actually went to that made cafe the year prior and they still had the goonies on then and um uh grand pirates yeah grand pirates i think it was called um, i'm gonna go there because i'm we're, i'm going again in a month spoilers so you um yeah i'm gonna go there again i don't know why I just will. Yeah, well, I think it has to be a tradition to uh, see if they're still playing the Goonies, see if they still serve the stuff in these weird little treasure box. Probably. I, mean, I think that's that's like their whole jam. Yeah. Um, and anyway, yeah, after that, we got a bit more drunk, went back to the apartment. In my suitcase, I brought some brew dogs mm. just because just – for us to drink and, and review I don't know if we got around to it I don't remember that part of the podcast but we drunk it, recorded an episode very drunk put it out there and then that's where our adventure ended as far as the yeah. podcast is concerned we just sort of didn't do anything for a year and uh, he popped up the other day and said yo it's time for Japan part 2 and I thought you know what yeah actually um <laughs> It's probably time for that, you know, 11 months ago, but better late than never. So one thing I like, we both have the same idea. It's just, I really need to look through the photos to like chronologically put together exactly what happened and what we've done. Yeah, I'm looking at them now. Um, still not super clear, but I've got some, <laughs> I've got some idea at least. So like, um, oh, there's, there's the picture of us in May Dreaming with all our animal ears on. Yeah, I can see some uh, made cafe cookies, which we took back to the apartment. Oh yeah, I won those in like a in a tombola. Yeah, God, that was bizarre. Uh, uh, so I can see the next day. <clears throat> excuse me. At least the first pictures I took that day were we went to Odaiba Island. Oh yeah, I remember. I I had to stay in for like the first half of the day and wait for my suitcase to be delivered. And I think you went to your conference. Oh, yeah. And while I was at the conference, I sent, uh, sent you an email. Oh, you fucking bamboozled me. <laughs> I got, so I'm, I... sitting the part, I'm sitting in the apartment with my phone and I get an email and it's like from KLM customer service. And I thought, oh, shit. And I open it up and it's like, oh, sorry, your, uh, your suitcase hasn't passed customs or whatever. So we've had to destroy it. And it's just a picture of a suitcase on fire. And immediately I'm like, oh, fuck, no. And then I'm like, hold on. My suitcase is red. 
This one's and also, black. why would customer service send you a picture of a flaming suitcase? <laughs> <laughs> they would not do that. Um, so I got, yeah, so that happened. Um, from what I can see, it looks like we went out to Odaiba Island at night. I don't know what else happened that day. Yeah, um, I've, I've got pictures of a giant rope, robot Gundam. I've got a picture of a Ferris is, wheel. That is an RX-78-2 Gundam. It sure it's the is. Gundam. And it came down a few days after those pictures were taken. It's not there anymore. Rip. Yeah. So um, yeah, it is. It's quite a cool, uh, quite a cool Gundam. I'm not really into Gundams. I don't really know what they do, but it had like a little light show. It danced a little bit, from what I remember. They just like moved its head and stuff. I think the new one does a lot more. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, the one does like break dancing. I've heard, but that's really the. Um, Odaiba in itself is a pretty cool place. I know there's a lot of like um, industrial business stuff there, but for like the, mm. the public part of it, there's like a cool little mini theme park, kind of like a really small thing. Uh, huge arcade, a big shopping center full of cafes and different shops, and there's a skate park on the roof, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, Odaiba there was a skate a nice park. Yeah, we we uh, we had burritos in a restaurant next to it. We did have burritos. It's yeah. pretty weird we had burritos on the second night. I wouldn't have thought we'd have burritos on the second night. No, and they weren't even like what you would think of as like a Japanese burrito, just a burrito. Like some chicken and some or some beef and some veg and some spice, like and rice and whatnot. But it was nice. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. If there's one thing I have to say about the food in Japan, it was just out of this world. I tell you what, I had um, an apple. <laughs> it was like <laughs> the nicest apple I've ever had in my life. I think like just their farming and stuff is very, very clean and nice. Um, yeah. Like just the way they, they sort of grow their food is a lot better than ours, shall we say. Yeah, they've got their food, just the general quality. Like They don't really do much with their food. Like, I don't find they... Unlike, you know, I don't know if you get like Indian or Chinese, Asian cuisine, they add like a lot of stuff to it, like a lot of spices, a lot of this, a lot of that. It's very like plain Japanese food, but it's just very tasty. I find we it. did it's very have, natural. I think it was on that day that we went and had our first uh, curry, the little special curry spot we found. Oh, God, yeah. So just around the corner from our apartment, there's like a nice little uh, 24-hour convenience shop and a bar and a few restaurants and stuff and this little uh it's not indian is it it's it's um uh, nepal nepalese uh, nepalese curry place that was like dirt cheap but incredible like very very nice curries cheesy naan bread oh the cheesy naan was amazing lunchtime meal deals that wouldn't be the first time or the one that nah, wouldn't be the last time we went there we went there quite a few times, I think. Went there a few times. It was just like round the corner. Like you'd wake up, you'd be a little bit hungry, and think, yeah, you can get a naan, mm. uh, a mutton, something, oh, mutton curry, yeah, mutton curry, and that was delicious. Just uh, so tender, fell apart. Some of the best curry I've ever ever had, and I've had a lot of a lot of curry. A lot of the things I had in Japan were the best eggs I've ever had. Like. Serious? I've never had like obviously better Japanese food. <laughs> That's, yeah, I no, never the, had that. Just the um, general quality of what they 
serve them. Yeah. It's just, just amazing. Um, so from what I can see, after Odaiba, we did a whole lot of nothing until we got to um, Ank Shot Bar, lovingly known as Senpais. Oh, I completely forgot the name. Yes, yeah, Ank, isn't it? Ank, yeah, I've got um, Ank beer mats in front of me. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think, like, we went out to, like, pop to the convenience store, the 7-Eleven that was around the corner, or the Lawson's, I think it was. It was a Sunkus. Sunkus. Oh, Sunkus, the, the third one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we popped up there, and then, like, this place next next door to it was all shuttered up during the day but at night the shutters were up um mm. and there was like these records of like all these jazz records and cds in the window yeah it's like went, half of his window is cds and the other half is the door right yeah so it's like should we go for a quick beer we, mm. um so yeah we went in for a quick one <laughs> and then um Good few hours. Yeah. So like as soon as you walk in, it's pretty much just just the bar. A few yeah, stools at the bar and then like two seats at the back. I think you can get maybe like at most twelve people in this place, um looking at it from here. And the rest of it is just bar. And he's got every kind of like it's it's a shop bar. It's got like every kind of spirit you could ever imagine. Like it has Captain Morgan's, my favourite rum, but then it has like varieties of Captain Morgan's that I've never seen in my life. Yeah, all the different no, years, was, you know, 12 years, yeah. 15 years or whatever. Like uh, I can't even get this stuff here, which really sort of angers me. Um, and it's a really chilled out place, low lighting, lots of nice wood. Um, he's got like like a snack menu, which is fucking delicious. Uh, and he was just a really, really nice, cool guy as well. I like to go with him. Yeah, um, so we kind of like adopted that place as our, you know, it's right around the corner from my apartment. You get home, yeah. you go to Senpai's. I went there every drinks. single night except for the first one. Every night. And yes. um, he loved it actually. Like, I think after a few days, he gave me and you like a free drink or something. Um, on the last day, it was me and my housemate in there and he gave us free drinks, free sausage and bacon. Like he's just, he was really happy that we'd chosen to go to his place every day. And I'll, we'll probably go there every day this time as well. Cause I fucking love it. Yeah. And he's, uh, just the ambience of the place just made it for me. Mm. It was just such a nice chilled out place to sit in. And, uh, he was practicing English with us. He was saying he used to be a surfer, right? A what? Sorry. A surfer. That was his backstory. I know he still does. Um, he was saying that he only, because he runs his own business, he can't afford to take much holiday every year. So he takes about a week and he'll just go down to the seaside in his camper van and like have some cigars and do some surfing. <laughs> That's it, cigars and, like, and surfing. I was like, man, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he seems to be doing this thing where like, when you uh, like, if you if you get a bourbon, for instance, he starts to put on like some sort of mellow rock. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, you, uh, just the music to the to the drink. Yeah, it's great. He, uh, I bought a, a jazz CD from uh, when we went to Tower Records, and he he put that on, and he was quite into it. I enjoyed that. 
Yeah, the Evangelion. The Evangelion Jazz, Jazz CD, which yeah. turned out to be uh, like 100% better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I thought that was going to be shit. It was really good. And it completely, it just, every time I listen to that album, mm. I'd put it on occasion, I just think of that night just sitting in his bar, going through the, his menu and just ordering. Like we were just taking turns. It's like, okay, I'll pick a drink, then you pick a drink. You know, I was just saying, we'll have the dark rum. Uh, yeah. Next we'll have like this this whiskey we've never heard of that looks good, and then we'd recommend he'd recommend um what did he recommend to us um that's oh shochu uh, sochu sochu yeah oh man that was like I think that was maybe like the second or third time we went there we had shochu and that was all I had there after that it's like it's kind of like Japanese what well, he he said it's like Japanese vodka. But it's not made from like potatoes or whatever vodka is. I can't remember what it's made of. Probably rice or something. Rice, I think. So yeah, yeah. But it's like a really sort of clean, sharp spirit. Have it on the rocks, and it's like really nice. He was um, <laughs> one night I was having it, and he was like, "Oh, be careful! You're gonna." He couldn't think of the word, and he was going. Bleh, bleh. <laughs> 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 come back the next day and he was asking me about it and I was like no no I was fine I was fine don't worry about it <laughs> he's a very nice nice bloke um, so was his uh, assistant or uh, I don't know what you'd call him but like he took turns with his employee every day um, it was pretty cool it was a lovely place um, so I don't know what you've got next in the pictures, but what I've got is a picture of your uh, Nintendo Switch. Yes, that is what I've got. Um, so the, the first night we discovered Senpai's, or the second night when we discovered him, um, we were there to like, because I wanted to get an early night because I need to be up early to go to, um, the night before I'd been asking the <laughs> local electronics shops, you know, do you, are you open at midnight for? Well, they're open at midnight because it's twenty four hours for some reason. But you know, are you selling the Nintendo Switch at midnight? And I was trying to piece together in my broken Japanese. You know, are you open at midnight for the Nintendo Switch? They're like, no, 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 seven a.m. I was like, oh, okay. So um, I'm going to send you a picture. Okay. In the morning after seven pies. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I need to be up at six a.m. to try and get an Uber and get over to this electronic shop for seven in hope to get this nintendo switch and hope that because this is the day it was launching like worldwide yeah um and it's nintendo i'm a big fan and i've had to be there day one i wanted to get one in japan because i've never you know it's a bit of a story you know yeah i bought one of the first ones in japan yeah so we was in senpai's like 4 a.m that <laughs> night just drinking spirits all night long and I didn't get a hangover so it must be like really good spirits because the cheap stuff gives me a hangover mm-hmm. um, so me and um, your housemate Joe I, I just like 6am I said Joe Uber's coming be ready in 10 minutes and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you're not ready and you're not going um, so he, he just like scrambled some clothes and I scrambled some clothes on we we got going and um we got to the electronic shop and there was like two people in line that mm. i was third joe was fourth and then the then a few people started like, coming in behind joe to queue up and then the employee come out and said um 
I'm very sorry. We've only got three in stock. And this oh. is like one of the biggest electronic shops in the middle of Tokyo. Yeah. You know? Nintendo aren't really good with getting enough product out of launch, are they? No. Well, they've done a worldwide launch for the mm. first time, I think. I don't think any other console they've done was a worldwide launch. But, you know, in the middle of Tokyo, Japan, where like, you know, Nintendo's from or whatever, they had three in stock, three consoles in stock. Um, so then... It was like me and Joe just looked at each other because I was third and he was fourth. Or like, no, we were standing next to each other. So it yeah. could have been, we were third and fourth in line. I was like, I will fight you for this. <laughs> <laughs> you would have won. I ordered the Uber here. I get it. But, you know, I was thinking like how, you know, I, I wanted this. Um, I don't think Joe would have been that bothered to be fair. I wouldn't have been that bothered because I'd won, ordered, pre-ordered on Amazon anyway that I was going to send back mm. um, if I got one. So um, then the guy in front of us, or one of the guys in front of us, spoke to the store guy and said, oh, I'm just with my friend. Um, so that means there was two guys in front of us, but only one of them wanted to switch. And then so one of them got it, then me and Joe both got it, and then the guys behind us just had to head off on their merry way and try yeah, to get feel, I feel bad for them. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably their, lo- like their local electronic shop and... <laughs> They've come down to get a Switch and you've got a couple of filthy gaijins outside buying up all the Nintendo <laughs> Switches. Yeah. How uh, bad is that? That's like if I went to... The only time I've ever done this is I went to my local Asda's at midnight to get a 3DS, thinking okay. that there would be a huge queue, but really I was like the first person and the only person to be queuing up for it. But that would be like if I went there and there was a bunch of just like fucking Australians on holiday for some reason in Swanley, like buying up all the 3DSs, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think they would have been honoured to have their consoles go to <laughs> <laughs> a good cause or like, uh, uh, look at these people, they're into our, our games and stuff. They would have been proud and honoured for it. I hope they did get one in the end. Hope they. How do you, um, how do you feel about your Switch like a year later? Love it. Yeah, love it. Uh, yeah, there's been some really good Nintendo games come out on it. Um, been some really good indie games. I bought, a f- like, for example, Rocket League. I didn't really play much on PC, but I played quite a bit on the Switch. Um, Shovel Knight, I've played through all on the Switch. Celeste, I'm playing at the moment. That's kind of like an indie platformer. Yeah. Very similar to Super Meat Boy. I need to take a look at that one, but I'm kind of all all chewed up with Dark Souls at the minute. Um I will do it at some point. Still, yeah, but um, we'll talk about that in a different one. Um, but, um, what's up next? We went to we went to Tokyo Skytree after this, from what I can see. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. I've got about a hundred different photos of like the skyline of Tokyo. Um, so yeah, how did you feel when you actually got up there and got to see Tokyo in its expansiveness? Um, pretty sick because that lift is a is a horror show. Um, <laughs> I don't like lifts at the best of times. Definitely don't like them when they do what is it like three thousand feet in fifteen seconds or something. It's yeah, nice. it's, it's very very fast. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was going to shoot out the top of it. Um, but the view from SkyTree is incredible. Like it's a three hundred and sixty degree view, assuming you like walk around the edge. I wish there was a place where you could stand and like 
just spin around on the spot and see the whole lot. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, man, you can see everything. It was like a really weird day, like pretty sunny, but with clouds coming and going. So there's like, I've got a lot of pictures of like good God rays (laughs) (laughs) coming from the clouds. Um, yeah, the NVIDIA drivers were good, good that day. Yeah, and that bit where you can stand on and look down like to the city street. Ooh. So uh, Tokyo so, Skytree was the tallest tower in the world until um, Dubai uh, came along with its big giant Burj, Burj Khalifa, which sounds yeah. like a rapper. It does um, sound like a rapper. <laughs> so it's 634 <laughs> meters in height, and the observation deck we went up to was like 450 meters, so like nearly 500 meters. What's that in feet? Above, um, I don't know, 450 um, in feet is 1,476 feet. Okay, I got it. I was way over the estimate with the feet then, but still like... 17,000 inches. Mm. Yeah, that puts it into better context. Thank you. Over a quarter of a mile. (laughs) Vin Diesel can do that in... 10 seconds. Nearly, nearly a third of a mile, yeah. Oof. So yeah, if you I like, like lay, lay down the sky tree flat and then put Vin Diesel at one end in a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get some Tokyo Drift going. Get, let's have Vin Diesel have a race with that lift, see which wins. <laughs> Probably the lift, it was very fast. Um, do you know what I like? More, I, I almost like uh, the, the sort of downstairs shopping bit of sky tree more than the upstairs looking out bit. Um, I don't know why, it's just... It has some really good shops there. Yeah. It's... I think a lot of the places we went to were kind of like touristy places anyway, so there's a lot of these like touristy type shops. Um, But I think out of all of them, this one was probably the best one. There's just lots of cool little gift shops and here's a shop that sells a hundred different types of knives and... Here's one that sells cool wall prints and stuff. Like, it was a nice place, and the Ghibli shop was attached to that too. It was, yeah, it's your Ghibli shop. Mm. Which, um, yeah, they have a, a giant Totoro in a tree, and you can like press the button and he breathes. So after that, we went. Um, <laughs> after that, I've got a picture of me with the Colonel. <laughs> Oh, you obviously. I've got a picture of you with the pen, pineapple, apple pen guy. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got that actually. I sort of breathed, uh, breathed over that one because I thought maybe we'd drop it, but never mind. Can't remember what his name is. Hmm, no idea. He's got he's got a funny name, but he was everywhere in Japan, like posters, cardboard cutouts, little trinkets <laughs> and stuff of his face on. Pineapple, apple pen. Like, they love a fad, don't they? <laughs> they absolutely love a fad. Has he got his own anime? Or did I just make that up? He, yeah, he does that. Oh, his name is Pico Taro. That's how I, yeah. This Pico is, Taro. is Pico Taro's bedtime stories or something. <laughs> I'd, I'd let him read me bedtime stories. I wouldn't. He looks creepy as all get out. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has got them kind of like Savile vibes coming off of him. Uh oh, yeah. So yeah, after like after that and after Ghibli shop, I've got a picture of me with a giant, horrifying plastic colonel from KFC. 
<laughs> I don't remember this in the slightest, but here he is. Oh, oh next really <laughs> He is, isn't he? The, the Asian colonel is pretty, pretty creepy. It's like the whole thing is molded out of one bit of plastic, but then for some reason they've given him like actual glasses, and it just makes it ten times worse. <laughs> so I can set. Oh. The next, uh, next one I've got is a picture of you and a big plate of meat. So I think we went for this like Korean barbecue place after this. After yeah. this factory. I think it was quite a while after. I think we went to a bunch of arcades in between. Like any any time we jump through time in this, just assume we've been to an arcade because that's probably what happened. We did that arcade. I remember I invested a lot of, uh, I got heavily invested in trying to win something out of this machine. You, I think you had to like, get get all the balls in in a certain. Yes, oh yeah, holes the balls. Do you remember? And uh, <laughs> it was like and a I giant. Like, yeah, and I got like most of them. And because I put like five, six quid in at this point, I was like quite invested into it. I was like, okay, I'm going to keep going until I got it. And then eventually I won and won some sort of pervy anime figure that I gave to your housemate because he was quite jealous. I was like, which one's the best one? He's like, oh, this one's really good. It's like special edition and whatever. So, okay, I'll get that one. I know that that was Boa Hancock from One Piece because I have to walk past it every day. Yeah, it's like some <laughs> weird like, next, to my, next to my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're welcome oh um oh man that korean barbecue place is really nice um not as nice as some food we had later on but this was really nice um just like tons of i don't what even is that beef and chicken and pork um i don't know, I, I just got like i think we just ordered like a big giant plate of meat mm. and then it just comes out some on a plate and then just um it's quite cool because like, they give you like a, like a little barbecue on your table filled with these like bricks and then there's a big extractor fan above you so it doesn't get smoky or anything. Yeah, it's um, great. Yeah, just just really good meat. And I think we've done some like temple sightseeing at night. Yeah, we went, is this, uh, is this Meiji Shrine? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. Still, it's a lot busier during the day. A lot more happy yeah, during I'm, the day. I'm going to go during the day this time. Um I've got like a Google spreadsheet of everywhere I went and when I went last time, I'm going to go in different times this time. I want to go to Skytree at night, for example, and see Tokyo lit up overnight. So I think that'd be really nice. Hmm. Um, But this place I want to see in the daytime because there's like a cool shopping street leading up to it as well. Um, There is, yeah, a lot of good street food on that hmm. shopping street normally. Something I didn't do much of that time was street food and I feel like I need to do more. Because it all looked and smelled fantastic. I just didn't do any of it. Um, oh, the next picture I've got is, uh, this must be the end of the night, we're in Senpai's and I've got my uh, Nintendo Switch out playing Zelda. Oh, yeah. Next to a bottle of whiskey, a glass of whiskey. Mm. Uh, I'm assuming it's whiskey, some sort of brown brown drink. Might have been that rum. I can't remember. Might have been that rum. Mm. Next so that was. Yeah, it was the end of the day. Where did we... Went to some park. Oh, next, this is uh, Yoyogi Park. Yoyogi. Which is, for me, one of the one of the moments that like blew my mind quite a bit. Cause, although it seems weird, because like, in London we've got St. James's Park and whatnot, and they're pretty big, and it's like you walk out of a, out of a city and into like a green space, but it's not even anywhere near on the scale of this. Like, you... 
literally like walk underneath a motorway and then you're in this fucking giant park with massive massive trees like it's it's such a weird place and then in, in the center of it there's like this massive temple thing it's really really cool i like this place a lot wood it's got a very old style japanese architecture yeah we saw the like the I mean, I don't want to get any of the words wrong, but I think they're monks. Like, I saw some monks doing a ceremony thing there, which is pretty... Like, it's nice to see some cultural stuff. Um, <laughs> and this was the first place where I witnessed something that I fucking love about the Japanese. <laughs> when they put um, uh, scaffolding up to fix something, they cover it with a picture of the thing that was there before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw that quite a few times, and I really like it. It's so yeah. much better than looking at shit scaffolding. Just completely hides what, um, yeah. Mm. So the other thing that blew my mind about this place is that, again, you sort of walk in out of the city into a park and then walk out on the other side of the park into, like, one of the busiest fucking parts of yeah. the city itself. Yeah, Takashita Street. Which is, um, fuck, what is this place called? Uh, Harajuku. Um, Harajuku. Harajuku. And Takashita yeah. Street is this big giant street where it's just rammed. It's like, it's like uh, shops and restaurants on each side and it's just rammed full of people in the middle. Yeah, this is like hyper Carnaby Street. Uh, yeah. This is like fashion place and like the hangout place for the kids and and uh, it's like an Avril Lavigne sweet shop. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to an uh, owl cafe. Yeah, we went and a touched Owl of Owls. Yeah, which was nice. I actually felt a little bit bad about that afterwards. Because, like, yeah. they're all, like, tied up and stuff. They, they can't, they don't have any choice in the matter. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. you always nice. get that with, like, any sort of animals in captivity. But Yeah, I've never touched an owl before, and now I've touched, like, 17, so I guess there's that. Um, they, were, they were pretty awesome owls. yeah. So after our cafe and we bought some sweets and stuff, uh, my housemate went off to go and do something. And we went to, uh, well, what's the name of this restaurant that we went to? Oh, actually, you know? we went to uh, Tower Records first. Oh, yeah, we went to Tower Records. I saw, um, when we were in there, I saw a really sort of edgy boy band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it they was kind of like, like, kind of like the Japanese version of like Lip Biscuit or something. I don't know. Yeah, but they were all in like black makeup and spikes and zips and stuff. Um, there's this weird thing where like you you sort of turn up at the record shop on a day and pay a thousand yen to get like their new album and sign it and meet them and stuff. Yeah, Which, if the queue wasn't as big, I would have done that just to. They would have thought yeah. like, oh wow, these guys are coming away from like England to uh, see us. Yeah, that would have been pretty like a cool thing to do, but I wasn't that into it. Um, it was nice to look at them though and we bought some I bought like a, a special edition Zelda CD um, and I also bought that Evangelion Jazz CD which is pretty cool do you remember anything you picked up there? yeah I bought um, do you get the same Zelda CD as me the f- I got the first year of anniversary one? concert did you get the one with the coins and stuff in it? no, no, I got no a different one. that's the one I wanted it's not the one I got <laughs> <laughs> and I've got the uh, Splatoon live in Harajuku. No, live in Makuhari. Sound. Oh, really? Is that good? It's 
it's something. Right, I cool. quite I quite like the music in Splatoon. It's it's very weird, chirpy, and it's got this weird, yeah, sound. Uh, I don't know, weird vocals. There's a few videos on YouTube of like the band doing it live before the Splatoon band doing it live. It's it's quite good. I quite like it. I'd like to see the Splatoon team do some sort of Jet Set Radio rework because I feel like that could be a really cool kind of mashup. Um, yeah. I don't know why I said that. I've been thinking about that for a while. uh so after tower records we walked through uh where are we now shibuya shibuya yeah so had a go at shibuya crossing and survived that that was fucking great um don't fancy doing that again much so yeah that's fine i don't like busy places as it is like that was very very busy Yes, huge busy place. But um, just around the corner from Shibuya is this little restaurant that specialises in uh, Wagyu beef. Yeah, or Kobe beef. I'm not really sure. One or two. I don't. I don't know the difference. But oh, it was. Oh, this place. I've been hyping this place up throughout the whole trip, and and you was, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's steak, man. It's steak. Like it's beef. How good could it be? <laughs> The truth is, it's so good it ruins every single bit of beef you eat afterwards. Dude, I've had like four roast dinners since I've been back. I keep getting invited to my mom's for roast dinner, but I know that she can't prepare beef on this level. <laughs> and I just like beef is kind of done for me now. Yeah, the cows that she serves haven't been like massaged all day and fed beer. Yeah, that's some like, in some wine. Japanese field. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh. God damn this stuff! And uh, what else we have there? We had like some kimchi on the side and some nice little bit of salad, and these weird like weird, really thin cuts of beef that you just like eat raw. That were delicious, like yeah, salad yeah. beef. <laughs> so this this beef, um, it they give you like, like they just give you like plates of raw beef, and it's still grilling in the middle of your table. Mm. Um, just up the beef put on the grill for a few seconds each side and then just eat it and it just melts in your mouth mm, it really does just like fall apart it's just um, like full of flavor and yeah I, I don't know it's i can't wait to try some again yeah i'm looking forward that's what we should do on one of our days when we're at when we're in tokyo together is go and get this i think yes i agree yeah, we should mm. i agree um, um so it looks like we had another night at Senpai's after that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking surprise, surprise. So I've got a picture of a bunch of shot you. Um, oh, that was the night that you discovered there. Uh, I've got pictures of maid outfits. Where did we go at maid outfits? I think a shop. Probably, did you, what, like to buy? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I think, think I said were... to my wife as a joke and said, oh, which, which size are you? Or which one would you um, prefer? At that meat place, we also had mascarpone ice cream, which is something I never thought I would eat, but that is delicious. That was like a perfect palate cleanser at the end. Yeah, it really, really was. Like, that was, I just don't know. I keep, every now and then I think about that, like, that's cheese ice cream, <laughs> but <laughs> it's delicious. I really like that stuff. Um, um, oh, here we go. Yeah, I've got a picture of Senpai's. Um, one thing he does that I really like, because he's got this big giant rack of spirits behind him that has like every single spirit you can imagine and every variant of it yeah when you order something he puts the bottle on the bar and leaves it there 
Yeah. So, so I can see there's a bottle of uh, Knob Creek whiskey and a bottle of uh, Captain Morgan's private stock. The picture I've got is of three different bottles of Shotchu. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one in there that still eludes me. I can't buy it here for some reason, so I'm going to have to buy like six bottles in Tokyo. Is, it, is that the devil one? The Emma Dio. Emma Diber, Daibo. Yeah. Dai, Daio. Yeah, it's like... Um, I'm going to have to find a name with that. I feel like Red Devil or something. I don't know. Uh, but that stuff is delicious. Out of all the, the shot shoes I tried, that was the nicest one. I, love that. Um, I need to get some of that for home because I've been hyping this spirit up to everyone. Like, oh, you won't believe it. It's so good. And they're like, yeah, where is it then? Well, it's in Japan. <laughs> I, need to, I need to bring some back. Um, <laughs> so we went to Senpai's, got drunk. And then we went on a road trip. We did. We took a road trip. Um, I'm going back to this place this time. I think I'm not sure. Um, but we drove up out of Tokyo, or Dane drove out mm-hmm. of Tokyo through the mountains, um, through the mountains. On our way to a place called Hakone. But we took like a, a nice little sort of leisurely trip on the way there. Yeah, stopped off at this tea room. Which I stopped off at like the year prior as well. It's just a nice little spot near the end of the trip where you can just chill out, have some tea. It was free tea as well. It was free tea. That was really nice. Um, that whole area I'm in love with, like just going up, um, excuse me, going up the sort of snaky mountain roads and looking down as you go was just gorgeous. So much nice stuff to look at around there. Yeah, it's just beautiful scenery like especially after spending a few days in the city of tokyo it's nice to just get out of get out of the city and yeah. just see see the nature and the countryside it just feels like i don't know it just feels like you're in a, a studio ghibli film i think we went to the we went to that little village that sort of only makes puzzle boxes <laughs> yeah we went to this little village and they would like two or three shops and all they sold was puzzle boxes and there was just like this little old man in the corner this carpenter just like carving wood. Yeah. I don't know if I like just, that place. I'm assuming he makes puzzle boxes, but he might have just been there for show, just, I don't know, just carving wood all day. So our sort of main destination for that trip was uh, Akone, which is um, a mountainous area, I think. Um, we did go, it's like, we it's like a little lake town. It's a lake town, yeah, with a big mountain next to it. So, yeah. We went up the mountain. That was very cool. Um, cool in, in many meanings of the word because it was fucking freezing. Yeah, it turns out mountains get cold and windy. Yeah, it turns out I left my coat in the car. Oh, shit, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but that was nice. And they've, they've got like a like a cool visitor's centre at the bottom uh, with a, a couple of nice tea rooms and gift shops and stuff. Uh, I like that place a lot. Like, I'd quite like to spend a few days, I think, maybe in Hakone, just chilling out, seeing what else is around there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a few different towns nearby. One that mm. I've been to, a few that I haven't. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot a lot to see around there. And there's that pirate ship as well that just goes up and down the um, the lake. Yeah. Um, you're breaking up a bit, but I think I can get on with it. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
Next, on the way back, we stopped off at Yokohama Chinatown, which turned out to be pretty closed. Hey. Oh, uh, you are breaking up a bit, but like Chinatown was pretty much open. It was just late at night. Yeah, there's a lot of. I just remember it just wasn't as busy as what I expected it to be, as it was when I've been before. Yeah, we still got to look around though, and there was some like really nice Chinese. Well, I say nice, like super gaudy Chinese architecture, which I think is kind of in their style. Like lots of bright greens and reds and lights and lanterns and stuff everywhere. Yeah, and a, a shop where you walk through a panda's mouth to get in. That was, <laughs> I like that. A lot of details um, you remember. I I went to I an arcade there where they had Typing of the Dead <laughs> <laughs> on English keyboards. Uh, weirdly, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think that day we came back quite late and. Uh, Surprise, surprise, Senpai's was open, so there we went. There was one day, I remember, when it was closed. What, Senpai's? Yeah. Um, I think there's like one day a week where he opens up late. But I say late, he opens at like half nine anyway. I think we asked him at some point and he he said, oh yeah, if it's not busy, I'll just close early. He's like, hey, why would you close yesterday? Can't blame him. No. If, if, if we're not there, there was a point in opening, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't wait to go back there. If he doesn't remember me, I'm going to jump off a building. Like, I hope he does. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Hmm. Um, so the next day, I don't think we were together. No, no, kind of just went our separate ways and done different things. Um, I went to, what is this place called? I went to J World Tokyo, which is um, in Ikebukuro. There's a shopping center called Sunshine City. And in there is like a little mini anime theme park. That place is fun if you're into that stuff. Lots of like Dragon Ball shit to do in one piece and nice little cafes in there. I like that place a lot. I got to see a boy band play while I was there in the <laughs> shopping center. <laughs> we were going through and there were these signs up that were like, something's happening at this time or whatever. So we thought, all right, we'll come back and have a look at that. And this is like a, a triple story, uh, like a three story shopping center. We were at the top looking down and we can see that every story of this shopping center is just covered in teenage girls with like signs and cameras and whatever. The noise was incredible. Um, <laughs> then there's these like eight or nine sort of hiply dressed douchebags doing fun dancing and <laughs> the girls are loving it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a video of that. It's great. Didn't understand much of what was going on. Um, Sunshine City is pretty good, though. There's loads of nice food places there and some interesting shops. Just like Japanese Blue Water, I guess. <laughs> Japanese Blue Water. Do <laughs> um, you know what you did that day? Just have a look now. Just went around Tokyo, done some of the, um, went to Meiji Shrine, which we mentioned earlier. It was open this time because it was during the day. Yeah. Um, 
ended up in Brewdog in the Brewdog bar. E. And I got to try Brewdog Tokyo, which is their um mm. it's they serve it it's a very small serving size. I think it's like 150 mil maybe. So half like a normal mm. serving would be, I guess. And it's so strong. It's like a dark stout, but it just tastes really nice. It's like 16 or 17 percent. So that's stupid. Brewdog, uh, Brewdog Tokyo versus Rushford 10. Go. I'd say Rochefort. Yeah. Um, That's Bru- what I thought. Yeah. It's just got a smoother taste. I think the Rochefort. But, um, From what I can tell, I think the Brewdog is nice. temporary thing. Because um, it, it was on the website to buy and now it's not. It's just not there. It's not even sold out. It's just not there. I don't think. So maybe they only do it there. I don't know. But um, I'll try and get some this time for sure. So I'm going in like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing I don't want is a robot restaurant. Mm. Which um, isn't really much of a restaurant, really. I don't know why I call it a robot restaurant because you don't have to eat there. It's more of like a robot show where you can buy food if you want. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. As soon as you go in there, you've got this band looks like Daft Punk playing guitar, bass, and piano uh, with like this Japanese woman singing. And then that like warms you up. You have a few drinks and then they just take you in. And there's this batshit robot show that just goes on for like 40 minutes with all these robots coming out and dancing and singing. And uh, it's crazy. We, you haven't been there, so I think you're going to have to. Yeah, I'm going this time. I was. Yeah. My funds were dwindling quite a bit at this point. Um, there were there's so much to do, and that's the thing. There's, there's so much you can leave for next time as well. Yeah, I've got a, a big old list of stuff to do this time. Um, so I think the next day was like almost the last day, just like at, right at the end of my pictures. It looks like we went to Nakano Broadway. Yeah, to get a giant, super giant ice cream. It was one of my favorite places, this. I like this a lot. This is yeah, like the it's a cool place. This is like the tightest density of all the things that I like, like the cool shops, the good food, the arcades, all smashed into like a little couple, couple city blocks, which is like nice. Um, oh, I've got this picture of like chili miso ramen. Ooh, the I couldn't finish. That? I could. I couldn't finish it, not because it was too hot, but because I wasn't hungry enough. But I remember the woman like warning me, it's, it's hot, it's hot, because I ordered like the spicy one. So, yeah, no, like one to five spiciness. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. And then I did like extra stuff on top of it. But I don't know why, I just felt full at that point. Mm. Yeah, I can I, see that. Um, I'm going for two weeks this time, so I think I might have to pace myself on the huge meaty meals. But then again, that's like exactly what I want to eat, so I'll probably just do it anyway. Um, yeah so Nakano Broadway is like a really cool place there's uh, like an indoor shopping centre thing but it's a lot of small shops lots of otaku stuff going on there comics and and figures and models and whatnot. Um, and like cheap electric shops and for some reason like Yu-Gi-Oh card shops (laughs) (laughs) I think you bought like some camera stuff there. Yeah, I bought a new lens. To what I remember, <clears throat> it's quite good if you take your passport around with you and you buy 
stuff for most shops. So it's over like five thousand yen, which I think yeah. is like thirty or forty quid. You get um, uh, you can get tax free, and they put a little stamp in your passport and staple the receipt to your passport for some odd reason. And yeah, so when I listened to part one of this episode, we we were just not clear on on the on the tax thing. Um, I I think I thought it was some sort of refund at the airport. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is, but in this case, it uh, isn't. I think I was looking it up, and it sounds like a lot of times you just get the discount in store, but you have to have the the thing in your passport because they can ask to see like the things you bought and stuff. Um, I don't know why that seems weird to me, but whatever. yeah, it's, I think if you buy like an unusually, because basically if you're getting tax free, you can buy like on a shit ton to those switches and then sell them on. Japanese eBay. <laughs> if there was uh, a shit on Nintendo Switches to buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many shops had the sold out sign, like, you know, no Switches here, don't even bother coming in. Because it's like 10 story to, shops. I'm looking forward to going back to Super Potato and seeing how many Switches they've got. <laughs> I don't know, they're, they're retro, so I don't think they do. I think they just sell secondhand stuff. They had like PS3s in there and stuff. Um, yeah, I think they could be. Surely someone's like selling their switch. Not everyone loves it. I don't think you never know. Um, so um, yeah, I think that was our last day together in the car. Yeah, um, and then um, I met a few people at the conference, so I hung out with them for the next few days. Um, hmm. Ticked off a few things off the list. Went to a karaoke bar, the one from uh, Lost in Translation. <laughs> where, is that where it's called? No, no, that's the. <laughs> Is if in the film Lost in Translation, Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray oh, go to a karaoke okay. bar, and this is when they sing. Um, is that, who's in that film, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, huh. I've never seen it. I don't like Bill Murray that much. Yeah, it's controversial. Hmm. Controversial opinion. Um, <laughs> next day, went to I completely forgot the name of this park, but it was really nice. Um, went to like another nice park and then went for Michelin style ramen, mm. which uh, was worth the thirty to forty minute queue outside. <laughs> I would, uh, I would do that in a heartbeat. I'll do it this time probably. Yeah, we're gonna have to go get some Michelin style ramen, um, mm. and then <laughs> on the days that we're actually together this time, it's just gonna be a fucking. A non-stop whirlwind tour of like food and booze. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. Um, and I went get some Japanese pancakes because Japanese do freaking amazing pancakes. And it's mm. proper like kitschy, it, basically like you know like Kafkitson style restaurant. It was like proper, I don't know, like feminine, girly, cute, all this like floral stuff everywhere. But just these amazing pancakes. Um, yeah uh, next day I went to the Skiji fish market which is just a giant fish market a lot of hustle and bustle and yeah I don't know why you did that oh I can't deal with like the fish vendor at my local market that isn't huge uh, like just the smell I, I don't think I could deal with that yeah I don't I don't mind the smell I just don't eat eat fish um what else i went to get some 
takes place in Harajuku, where they do this 3D latte art. So if you order a latte, which I don't normally order, they mm. foam it up and make pictures. So I ordered a coffee with Totoro on it. Oh, I've nice. I had, a, I had a heart one by Skytree, I think. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. They just sort of did it. Yeah. But, um, no, they actually made like a 3D Totoro out of the foam, which is pretty cool. And then drew all the features on in like some sort of chocolate sauce, I guess. That's nice. So, yeah, it was quite cool. And then as I was drinking it, like he was just sinking lower and lower into the cup. So if you wouldn't normally order a latte, what would you normally get? I normally just drink black coffee. So even espresso or an Americano, depending if I want to go short uh, or long. I go for that chai. I do like chai. Chai latte. Well, we've got a local coffee shop now that isn't garbage. And, uh, <laughs> I, I always They've got two options in there that I absolutely love. It's either the uh, vanilla chai or the um, uh, vanilla matcha, both of which are delicious. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, ah, another picture of ramen. So this, this picture of ramen, I ordered extra meat. It's got like one, two, three, four, five bits of meat are standard and two extra bits on top. Oof. Yeah, I always went, for, always went for the extra meat. Um, I've got a that? picture here of um, Left Dead in an arcade, but you can play it with a mouse and a wee nunchuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird, but great also. And then after that, it's just flight home. Yeah. Um, I feel like we would have done a much better job of this if we'd done it, you know, shortly after we actually did it. But for whatever reason, we didn't. So get off our backs. Um. I think it's quite <laughs> fun, maybe not for the listeners, but for us at least, just to look back at the photos and talk to each other about what happened. Yeah. Um, especially because, as you've been dropping spoilers, we're going again in three weeks. I don't think it's spoilers, but yeah, we are. We're going again in three weeks. Kind of different this time. Like you're going for some stuff. I'm going with my housemate and his girlfriend, like on a completely different trip. Um, but we've got some crossover days. So yeah, dates crossover. Up. See, I've got a different, a bit of a different itinerary. Cause I'm going with um, one of my colleagues from work, uh, a friend mm. of mine. We're um, going to Tokyo and then we go because I've been to Tokyo twice now so mm-hmm. I want to see a bit more outside of Tokyo um, I feel like I've seen a lot of Tokyo and a lot of it I've doubled up even um, so I'm going to Osaka for a few days and Kyoto which mm-hmm. is somewhere I've always wanted to go to Kyoto especially because it's just meant to be very beautiful there and then I looked at some flights and it's very cheap to fly to Korea so I'm going to spend a couple of days in Seoul. Nice. Go see some uh, StarCraft tournaments. Yeah, go see some StarCraft tournaments. Um, check out the Korean side of things. See what, see what they're up to. And I've arranged to go on a border tour as well to go up to the uh, North Korean border. You fucking madman. And uh, you get to go into the room, I think, where uh, you know half of it's in South Korea, half's in North Korea, and you've got the soldiers looking at you on one side and... Deep down, you know, they want to run over and defect, but they can't because... If they got a know, gift shop, though. They have got a gift shop where you can buy, like, North, <laughs> Korean, North Korean money. I, I, I've got an obsession with collecting money. Um, yeah, that's weird. Money's gross. 
it is. It's been through like so many hands, but I've been fortunate enough to go on quite a few trips that I've got money from all over the world in my wallet. I've just got like a little bit of money in every currency. So I feel a little bit like Jason Bourne, you know, like no matter where I end up, I'm, I'm prepared. <laughs> With the go bag. Yeah, exactly. I've got like six different passports and uh, currency um, in every nationality. So for me this time, yeah, I've got two weeks this time rather than like seven days last time. Mm-hmm. We fit a um, lot in seven days. Yeah. See, my plan this time is to take things a lot slower, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, what's that area like around Skytree and, and where the shrine is? Uh, I can't um, think what... I can't think the name of it, but I know what you mean. The area. Like, I was looking up places and apparently you can just spend like a whole fucking day there going around doing all kinds of shit. So yeah, pretty much everywhere we went to, we spent a few hours in like lots of different places, but we could have spent like a day in just one area. Yeah, see, that's my plan. And also there's tons of cool little day trips you can do like outside of Tokyo, like on a train mm-hmm. for an hour or whatever. Lots of um, – there's a place we're going to for like a fire walking festival that happens to be going on while we're there. That's pretty cool. And you get to go up a mountain that's got like a monkey park and uh, – <laughs> a huge rope bridge and a waterfall and stuff. That's going to be pretty dope. Um, yeah, so a few day trips and like a slower pace of life this time. Because, oh man, and this time I'm taking fucking, like I bought a pair of Nike trainers because <laughs> I went in like flat vans last time. No, man, you gotta you got to have comfortable, adequate footwear for walking around. I already had a broken toe before I went. And, oh shit, um, you did, didn't you? When I came back, like the top part of my right foot was literally black. Like, it was disgusting. Um, just from like walking around for seven days. Oh. So, yeah, I'm going to take things a lot slower this time and um, just kind of live, you know, live my best life, be the best me I can be. 